Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. So what I'm going to bring to y'all today, um, I am currently going through the book written by John Wooden, uh, Coach Wooden's Pyramid of Success. And the reason why I'm going through the book again is just to brush up on it a little bit because one week from today, if you're listening to this on June 6th, the day that this was published, I'm going to be going over to Belgium to the Mecca of cycling. And for those of you that have been listening long enough, that's what I do. Uh, I am a cycling coach and I train and race myself. So I'm going to be going out there for about two and a half weeks to race and to help some of the folks that are going out there in their development, coaching, so on and so forth. And so one of the things that we believe in at the Williams Racing Academy, uh, the organization that I work for, the coaching entity that I work for, is we believe in John Wooden's Pyramid of Success. Like that's where we kind of hang our hat. We love the definition of, you know, Coach Wooden puts out there of, you know, uh, just success being, you know, giving your overall best, your absolute best. And if you can do that, then you can be satisfied with yourself. And there's nothing else that, uh, that you could have done just controlling the things that you can control. Um, so, but what I wanted to bring to you guys today was the block of industriousness. So he's got two blocks that he says are just pivotal to the pyramid. So the two blocks that he says he's never moved, he's never thought about taking them out. He's never been like, okay, where should these go? They're the cornerstones. They're literally the cornerstones. If you think of a pyramid, you know, one of them sits at the bottom row on the left. The other one sits bottom row on the right. Today, I'm going to go through one of them and tomorrow I'll go through the other one. The first one is, uh, that that I want to go through today is industriousness right? So just industriousness. If you think of industry, you think of work, right? You can think of maybe a plant where something is produced and something is made, you know, the industrial revolution here in the United States where like, you know, stuff was being made and and, and cranked out and produced. And that's great. So, you know, the first part of industriousness, he says there's two parts to it. He's like, look, there's the hard work component, right? So like, there's no substitute for that. I mean, you've got to work hard right? And you've got to put in the time, you've got to put in the effort, like that's, and to me, I'm like, okay, I think I get that. I don't want to spend time talking about that because I think I get it. We all get it. How do you get to achieving something? How do you get to being great in something? How do you get to being successful at something? You have to work hard. I mean, you've got to, you've got to put in the time, you've got to put in the effort, that goes without saying. However, what I wanted to spend time talking about in this episode is he says there's another part to industriousness. And I think it's one that's often overlooked and I don't want us to overlook it. So I'm going to highlight it for us. It's planning. And he says, careful planning. So there's a hard work aspect to this. You've got to put in the time, you've got to put in the effort, but he doesn't separate that from careful planning. That all goes into the block of industriousness. And if we think about this, it makes perfect logical sense on paper. But unfortunately, for many of us, myself included, we don't really think about that part very much. We don't really think about the planning piece. So for many of us, we kind of jump the gun and think to ourselves, well, 
what do, what do I have to do? I've got to be working. I've got to be producing. I've got to be putting in effort. And so we just, we put on our hard hat and we get to work. But without this planning part, without this careful planning part, without actually part of the hard work, by the way, part of the effort is slowing down, I think, a little bit, taking a step back and saying, but what things do I absolutely need to do in order to be successful? Like, what's my plan? How and when should I do these things? Do I not need to do these things? Are there certain times when these things should be done more than others? Probably the the biggest question for, for us is we're all, so right now we're all doing something. Our days look a certain way. Our journey, our process looks a certain way because we've already probably got something like that in place. Looking at what we've already constructed and saying, all right, in terms of this careful planning principle, what things am I possibly doing that I actually don't need to be doing or what things am I not doing that I do need to be doing? And this is the fallacy of, I think, today's culture. This is the fallacy of everybody wanting to be an entrepreneur and everybody looking at social media and going, oh, yeah, you know, how do we do it? How do we get to the money? How do we do all these kinds of things? And it's like hard work, hard work, hard work, hard work. Okay, great. So like, let me just look busy. Let me look like I'm doing something. Hey, you know what? If I'm running 100 miles an hour from eight to five, then it's only a matter of time before I'm successful. It's only a matter of time before I do big things. And yeah, it, it, it raises your chances because the more, <laughs> from a probability standpoint, the more things you do, the more likelihood it is that maybe you're doing some things that you need to be doing in order to be successful. I don't know why I'm thinking about like, a, a, I don't know, I guess if, if you go to a gun range and you know I hand you a gun that has five bullets and you get to shoot those five bullets at the target and then I hand you another gun and, I, and there's 20 bullets in it and I let you shoot at the target, the, the, the gun that has the 20 bullets, you're more likely to be, you know, get a better shot off just because you've got 20 bullets versus five bullets. It has nothing to do with your ability to shoot. So here it's many of us, we're busy, busy, busy. We're working hard. We're doing a bunch of stuff. And like we we're shooting a gun with 20 bullets. So then we, we get a good shot off and we think to ourselves, well, you know, that was all hard work. And it, and it wasn't that it was hard work. It was that you actually figured out one thing that you needed to do that was essential to you being successful. But I guess this is maybe where the analogy kind of runs out of steam because guns are inanimate objects. The way that this plays out for us in our lives is, folks, there's only 24 hours in a day. So there's a limited amount of time that you can be doing stuff. There's a limited amount of time that you can be working hard. And sure, Like the person with the 20 bullets in their gun consistently coming to work every day is more than likely going to get some better shots off closer to the bullseye on the target. But the the problem is how sustainable is that over time? Now, 
you're getting home and you're really tired. Now you're, you know, starting to maybe not necessarily enjoy what you're doing as much as you did before because you're just doing a bunch of stuff and you're doing it for the sake of just the hard work piece, the hard work piece. So you're satisfying that part of it, but you haven't done the careful planning part to realize you can, you can have the same results with five bullets because the five bullets you've got are really good bullets are really good shots. So you take your time in between each shot. Instead of trying to get those 20 off, you've got to shoot them more quickly if you're going to do it, let's just say 20 shots, 30 seconds versus 20 shots in five seconds. You've got more time to actually reset and focus and take a deep breath and do those kinds of things. So the fallacy with industriousness right here, getting back to wooden, the fallacy with industriousness is we think that industriousness, hard work, therefore more must be better. And as Coach Wooden says, when he, when he talks about the, the careful planning part, he's like, well, because I did the careful planning part, like our practices on the clock in terms of how much time we were in the gym, in terms of how long my players needed to be there, it wasn't as long as some other coaches' practices that they were running where their players were there for longer. We were only having five bullet practices and they were having 20 bullet practices, but we were more effective with our five bullets than they were with their 20. So I guess the analogy doesn't die. Here we go. So taking it a step further, like the, the, the effectiveness of my five bullets was higher than the effectiveness of your five bullets or 20 bullets. So like in terms of percentages, I got more out of that than you did out of having more bullets and these coaches that would hold their players for a longer period of time because Wooden was very diligent to like mapping out his practices and what was going to be done at specific times and where things were so that there was minimal downtime. And if we can apply this principle, if we can like dig down and drill down deeply into our personal journey and what we're doing and what things maybe need to absolutely be done, what things don't necessarily need to be done. Maybe they need to be done every other day. Maybe they need to be done weekly or monthly or whatever. We can like plug ourselves into that and just ask some really good questions. And you know what? It, it leaves time for, for us to do other things that we also enjoy. Let's not pretend that because I'm an entrepreneur building up my business that I don't also enjoy maybe being outside and hanging out with my family and taking my wife out to dinner. And like, let's not pretend that we're like this one dimensional person that doesn't like to do anything outside of like building up my business or being at work or whatever. I mean, that's great if you, hey, fantastic that you enjoy that, right? Like I love riding bikes, but I mean, it's not what I want to do like all day every single day. I, I, I like to do other things. So if we can get into the process, if we can plug into and, okay, I, I know that I'm going to have to work hard, but I'm also going to do this careful planning piece. It opens up more room for us to do other things that we also enjoy because there's a lot of things in life that we enjoy doing and that we can find satisfaction in. And to me, this is what makes that well-rounded individual this is what gets us closer to, I'm not going to get into this, but balance kind of doesn't exist, but it gets us closer to being balanced 
because we're more multifaceted. We, we, we can do more things. The 24 hours is still 24 hours, but, but we can do different things with that time and it leads to greater satisfaction in all areas, including when we get to sit down and actually plug into what we want to be successful at and what we, what we want to, you know, what we have our goals set to achieve. So yeah, just a a big misconception, I think. Uh, and I think it's getting worse. I think there are some people out there. There are some voices out there that are, uh, doing a good job of making sure that we don't like get wrapped up in the, you know, working 18 hours a day because that's what needs to be done in order to be successful. I think we're starting to see some good, creditable people, credible people coming out and saying, you know, that's actually not, it's actually not the best approach. Great. You work 18 hours a day and that sounds great on paper and it sounds like you're this great thing and wow, you're doing so much with your time, but you're really not. You can't work 18 hours a day. Don't fool me. You're not on for 18 hours. It's impossible, right? So, you know, um, I think this is good, but it does take careful planning because you're probably going to have to maybe take some things out, add some things in, and you've got to have an idea of what those things are, where to put them, when to put them there, so on and so forth. All right, y'all, I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. I will be going over the other cornerstone of the pyramid, enthusiasm, tomorrow. And it is a great one. So I hope that you guys tune in tomorrow to listen to that one. In the meantime, if you like this episode and you're like, hey, you know what, man, this guy's all right. This guy's got some pretty good stuff to say. Then number one, thank you. I appreciate it jump down and listen to some of these previous episodes. I mean, they're there, they're on the internet, so they're there forever. And go and listen to your heart's content. Share these episodes with your friends, family, uh, rate the podcast favorably wherever you're getting this podcast at, and you will hear from me tomorrow. All right, y'all, until next time, take care.